We're recording. Welcome to the Freedman Podcast, my friends. Episode six? Question mark? Yeah. <laughs> Season two, episode six? I'm not guessing that's the start anymore. I'm going to say it's six. Okay. You know what? It is. All right, done. I think it is six. Done. So, welcome, everyone. Six. Welcome, everybody. That's clearly what everybody wanted to hear was us <laughs> arguing over what the, uh, what the episode number might be. When they're looking on Spotify and it says Freedman Podcast episode six. That's like, right. Guys, shut up. That's right. <laughs> How long can we keep this going for? I don't know. Maybe six minutes. And that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> so, big week for Adzo. Yes. It's your baby's first birthday. I know, and I survived I survived a whole year, and then I survived the first birthday party, which, you know, a lot of uh, preparation goes into that, a lot of expectations. You yep. always hope it's going to go really well. Um, but, you know, also we're dealing with a COVID situation. We can only have 30 people in your house at any time, so you have to be... Kind of a little bit limited about who you can invite. Hence, Bill did not get a Guernsey on the weekend. But, you know, hopefully we can move on from this I was, and uh, Bill to be better mates. I mean, I was I was deeply <laughs> upset about it. Um, and then, of course, realised that, you know, that was your reason for... You know, COVID, your, your excuse for the fact that you actually don't know more than 30 people. Yeah, um, that's true, actually. In fairness, though... He's come through a year of parenting. Yeah. And I've got to say, he looks well. He does, doesn't he? Oh, he looks you. really well. Yeah, like, yeah. really healthy. Yeah. Suspiciously healthy. Yeah, I, I gave myself a haircut today. Uh, that's what's going so on. So, I'm looking a little fresh. Yeah. 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 She had a, trim back some of the grey. You, you had what most people would call a shave, just not on your face. <laughs> yeah. I also think the striped t-shirt is quite, you know... Oh, yeah. It's yeah. fetching? Yeah, it's like fetching. It? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, fetching a stick, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> And we're off to racing. Uh, it's episode yeah. six, guys. Yeah. How's your week been, mate? No, let's uh, let's let. Well, you know, remember new new format. We're going to go straight into feats of manliness. Um, now, we obviously apologies to our uh, avid listeners. We did miss last week. Shit just got too real for all of us. There's a lot going on. Yeah, there's a lot. Uh, so we feats of manliness can spread across the last week or past week. Um, I'll start. My feats of manliness was. Um, that time in my life when I realized that I'm past the point of youth. And yeah, that you was um, not last Saturday, but the Saturday before. And but that's when you realized it, was it? It was that Saturday. Two, two Saturdays yep, ago. Not when I turned 40. It was uh-huh. when... I mean, I observed it when I met you like five years ago, but yeah, <laughs> I'm glad you've caught up now. <laughs> I took my kids to the playground at Fox Studios. Oh, yes. Yep. We took them to the little games room area, you know, whatever it's called. KB Brothers or something like that. Yep. Took them to the playground uh, at Fox Studios and um, then watched as Magic Mike, the matinee um, show. There's a live show called Magic Mike. Okay. Same premise? Same premise. Basically, I think it's a strip show. Strippers, yeah. uh, Which is on at the Big Dome at Fox Studios. Yeah. And they have a a few Big Domes that day. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Funnily you say that yeah. uh, Because at about 5.30 As these hordes of women were You know, rolling out oh Most my. of them which were quite drunk And yeah. uh, they taking photos against the backdrop Of Magic Mike yeah, You said hordes I said hordes, okay. yes yep. We're a uh, we're, uh, feel Yeah, come on man What are you talking about? I'm just asking if you said hordes no. What the hell mate? What yeah. Come on we, uh, I so, don't know what any of you are talking about. So you'll about. see here, I'll bring it up here. I took this wonderful collage of my son uh, observing uh, drunk women who could not stand oh, pouring wow. out of... Oh, um, amazing, amazing. Of Magic Mike live on a Saturday. Now, you know, keep in contact that, that, that Fox Studios really is a family zone. So here you can see the girls just watching this oh, chick who no. could not stand up. 
There's Kobe. Yeah. Genuinely concerned about her safety. So, oh, you know, maybe she, she also okay. knock over that plant, or was that like that when you got there? <laughs> That's just Fox Studios. They don't have much budget anymore, bro. Okay. And then when they walked past, uh, I got to see uh, her underwear because her skirt go. was completely up above her tummy. Oh, she's had she's had a tucked in situation. She couldn't. Well, no, it's just up. She, she was so tight and short. She couldn't. She was so she couldn't actually stand up. Her friends were lifting her. So think about six or seven children in the playground just watching this as they walked straight past us. Yeah. And other parents such as myself just Amazing. Going, looking at each other going, this is hilarious. Amazing. And then I thought they couldn't have got far. Well, they certainly didn't because uh, that was them around the corner. And then oh, she was no. there just on the floor crying and oh, saying, I can't yeah. believe he did this to me. Yeah. So my uh, manly moment was uh, I became a real father when I realised there's those, <laughs> and then there's, there's us. us. You yeah. were on the other side of the fence. I was, and it felt good. Yeah. 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 You? You've grown up. Oh, well, you would know mine, Tristan, going to the football, which we'll talk about more in the sports down, but going to the football. Real. That's a, that's a manly feat for you? Real football. Okay. In a stadium and a crowd and everything. Okay. And in the COVID age, what a beautiful, beautiful experience it was. Beer, roast beef roll, an avalanche of gravy. Some football also. Good. I did tell... Uh, I told... So Phil and I went to see Sydney FC versus Brisbane Raw and we're taking over ads on the sports sound. hope you didn't do any prep because we we're just talking about that. Perfect. Um, and we we did give... We did have these roast beef rolls. We did. And I did give... You remember I gave uh, Kobe the bread roll just with the gravy. Yes. I didn't want him to eat the beef, you know, yeah. on behalf of uh, my wife's wishes. Uh, and he's but- there saying, where's the beef? <laughs> <laughs> When we got home the next day, he did say that he had the roast beef roll. So I'd like you to tell to all that he didn't actually, that I did actually pick out the beef. I would appreciate that. Oh, you picked out some of the beef. Oh, please. He did not eat any beef. I knew you were going to do that. I've had one of those roast beef rolls at the soccer, and generally it's just one long strip of beef. So Pretty much. Pulling that. out any of it, yeah. the whole lot just follows. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what It's happened. like one of those flag things. It's, it's like they've unrolled it off one of those Donna Kebab rolls. That's right. That's straight right. under the sandwich. But honestly, I, it's it's weird because you've seen the size of that roast beef roll, but I honestly reckon there's a there's a one liter tub of gravy in it somehow. It's like it's actually bigger on the inside. Oh, yeah, it, yeah. They, they hollow out one of, the, one of the buns. Every time I took a bite, I'm like, oh my God, there's more gravy coming. And this was this was not upsetting. Secret reservoirs of gravy. It was not upsetting me one bit. Yeah. Um, but I did so, and uh, you went to the football, and Tristan and I went to the football, and I was there with three generations of your family. It Tristan. was, it was nice. So it was all... We were, we were broing out multi <laughs> multi generational three style. gens of the freed man. So uh, it was fantastic, nice. guys. Yeah. That's great. Well, uh, I had a couple to choose from this week. Uh, first off, there was the successful transfer of my sleeping child oh, yeah. from your car yes. into my car yes. in the Woolai Creek Woolworths car park. Give him, and, give him, and that was there. great. Pulled it off. She didn't wake up, and then later that day, I actually saw my wife transfer transfer her from the bed where she was sleeping downstairs into the garage and into a stroller and out the door without waking her. So I think she just actually sleeps like a log. Uh, then there was a successful first birthday party. I thought that was fairly manly. Yeah, it was lovely. Yep. It was lovely. But at the same time, how manly is it when all you're doing is you're turning sausages while the rest of your family gets all the veggies and the salads and the dips prepared? Sounds- and then finally I settled on my real manly feet. And you may have noticed as you drove over here that it was hard rubbish day today. And I, I spent a couple of hours yesterday going through every cupboard in the house, in the house every every inch of my garage, <laughs> and just chucking out clutter. And there's something so cathartic 
about chucking out clutter. Do, do you know what it is? Why do we just love to throw shit out? But it just, it's like a breath of fresh air. That's where my manly feet was, chucking things on the, on the sidewalk. So when you started this <laughs> yeah. and you got one or two sentences in, this was absolutely, in, in my view, you, you were the man of the week. Yeah, I agree. You were the manly feet I of the agree. week. I agree. And then you brought it back to doing stuff around the house and I just got bored partway through. I'm not actually sure what you did. I just sort of checked out. <laughs> And, Three uh, things in the bin. And I'm giving it to Tristan. <laughs> the thing is, I'm, I you said to my, my wife, she's like, oh, what's your, your manly feet going to be this week? And I'm like, oh, I was going to talk about how I got Millie while she was sleeping. It was unbelievable. She's like, oh, you always mentioned Millie. Talk about how you threw shit away. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. I guess that was pretty big. But now you guys are bringing me down a peg. Yeah. Okay. First, I mean, I, I mean, I'll tell you right now, I'm not going to listen to her again. Yeah, I was going to say. If we're all going to talk about three things that we did, I did two more things. <laughs> One of them was, uh, and I'm going to get slated again by you guys, but it was a big spider. Took down another spider. Okay, you oh. killed it. And then you, later... You ludicrously killed it. And then later, it. my third feat was a smaller spider actually relocating it into the garden. <laughs> really? both be yeah. spiders, though. No, both spiders. Different spiders. Different okay. places. Wait, what was the parameters of which, like, why did you kill one and, and the, the killing the one was was two things. It was the size of the spider, yeah, and it was the fact that I was uh, with my lady, okay, uh, and Fair the enough. small one was in my my studio in in Bondi Junction, and uh, it was hanging around in my clothes bag and stuff like that. And I just uh, I had the opportunity to just pop it into a mug and then fling it out in the garden. Did your lady look at you in a nice way when oh, you yeah. killed that spider? Yes. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Um, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Those some strange noises then. What were no, that? it sounded like the side gate opening and closing. Okay. Uh, all right. I want to go back to ads just for a second because I completely agree with you. I witnessed this baby transfer and yeah. there's a lot of things that he, you know, that he didn't regale from the thing. was one that was in the back of the Dan Murphy's car park while pulling it. Out of a uh, red Fiat, where you know he, Adam sat in a baby seat. I was also in a baby seat that day to get out. To get out, and of it was the city. hot, and yeah. he was with you know. Was there a carton of VB involved at some point? No, there wasn't. But this was at the start you of almost uh, had the trifecta. This was the start of uh, Anonymous and I's uh, uh, Marrickville um, drink fest. Drink fest on a Monday afternoon. Oh I yeah, yeah, work, yeah. But didn't happen because none of the bars are open in Marrickville on a Monday yeah, afternoon. No. So we yeah. just went to the Banksia Hotel. Yep. Um, and two. You know, probably more manly than anything is that you got belittled by your wife and uh, she <laughs> she made you feel inadequate. So, like, that's not that good. And third, yeah, then we got to hear about, about how you've done something. We need to get this guy out of the house. Okay, that's what we need. We do, yeah. You're going to come to Sydney FC this Sunday. I'm not. You are. This Sunday? Yeah, they're playing MacArthur. It's the big one. Are we in bloody Port Macquarie yeah, man, this we, Sunday? I'll have to speak to you about that. We're going to leave oh. early so we get back in time. It's the epic. Ah! It's the epic historical game between the Bulls, the legendary Bulls, yes. MacArthur, MacArthur, yeah. and Sydney FC. Yeah, look, you've been. I mean, a, it's a long time rivalry. You've been a MacArthur fan since the start, <laughs> haven't you? Since the start, since their very first game. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Approximately thirty-six days ago. <laughs> All right. Well, let's kick the start. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we start now? Yeah, why not? Amazing. Do the line, Bart. Do the line, Bart. <laughs> Hurry up. From the fat team to you, this, this is, is the Free Man, Man Podcast. Podcast. Strap in, gentlemen. Do the line, Bart. <laughs> so good. All right, moving on. Hero of the week, dad joke of the week. Yes. Moving right along. Uh, Which order? Host with the most. Um, let's, let's go. Let's get the TBA rap in first. Oh, let's do the TBA rap. Yeah. 
No, it's you know, every everywhere Carol. I ask you to send through the agenda. Yeah, I did. And you always send it like about 12 hours before we get a recording. Yeah, I did. Very little time to prepare. I mean, in fairness, the agenda is the agenda like 80% did actually the same say... week to week. And you're there going, I'm not touching this well, until, I, until I receive it I'm, from Tristan. Every, every week I'm hoping he's put together another Sam Carroll, rap of the week. <laughs> I won't be doing nothing until my trailer arrives. So, Have you got a legit Sam Carroll this week? Well, we do. I bought my own beer today. No, well, it's not. he didn't sponsor it because he's a cheapskate, uh, but... We're we, sending him love. He's having he's a great holiday. holiday in Yamba. He is. Yeah, he's moved down to New South Wales to holiday. We talked about this. Yeah, that's right. So, um, guys, still won't buy us a beer, and yet we shout out every week. Oh, look, and, and the thing is, he's been he's been chilling out on the Queensland side of the border where they keep Queensland safe for Queenslanders all this time. And the border comes down, and he's coming to us. He's, he's a hero. He's, he's my hero of the week. That's right. He's <laughs> the hero of the week. We don't even need to talk about Sam Carroll, hero Absolutely. of the week, without hearing my hero of the week. Personally stimulating the New South Wales economy. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of news to talk about. I mean, well, we've got our first vaccine rollout. We did. Yep. Yeah. We did. Yep. Uh, ScoMo got a jab. ScoMo got a jab, and those yeah. the jokes are already piling up that you know, old ladies you know sitting on the seat, you know, and Scott's Amazing. there like here. What's what's the something like you're gonna once the prick goes away, you won't yep. feel a thing. So we'll just wait for Scott Scott to leave. <laughs> um, well, see, I'm just picturing the fact that he was the first what, first person to get a vaccine. That he's like in that episode of The Office where the alarm goes off and Michael Scott just legs it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I saw else. the meme of like yeah. George Costanza when the house catches on fire, yeah, yeah. and That's it's it. pushing people down. And it's That's like it. the elderly, right. disabled people with long term illness, and there's a scumbag running for That's his right. needle. Screw the frontline work. <laughs> screw the, no, the, yeah, the, you, the vulnerable your country leader needs to get the first jab he has to show that it's safe and it's okay but yeah big 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 week big big hopefully a big turn against this stupid thing um and hopefully it'll turn the tide but not just that what else this week we got the facebook uh that's google one battle yeah i mean that's, that's one you like we can just talk about that we, we can we had a discussion about this yeah I'd, I'd like i think you've had some time to uh to think and better articulate your position i'd like to i'd like to hear it because i think we're on opposite sides of the equation on this one no oh, i stand by my words yeah facebook fighting google He's, like the facebook no well you know we don't really understand it that much so oh, okay. yeah no. Facebook, Facebook are fighting the government. So Tristan is pro-Facebook. I'm pro-Facebook. Facebook's pro not Facebook. publishing yeah. news anymore. I'm yeah. pro-Facebook. And what was also interesting is they're also not allowing like the Batuta Advocate, the Shovel, the Chaser, all those satirical news sites to publish news. So what, where do they... Where do state they, emergency services. Yeah, where do they draw the line? No, I, okay. So let okay. So let's talk about this. Have yeah. you checked our page? <laughs> I'm actually not yet. Have they pulled all of our recent posts? <laughs> No, all of our all of our original content. That's why we don't. That's actually why we don't have any listeners. We've got a reason now. It's because it all got taken down. People we'll sign up and like, no post to show. It's like ah, oh, it's bloody Facebook again. That's right. <laughs> this stupid ban. No, I'm not pro Facebook, but I do understand. You sounded pretty pro. I understood where Facebook were coming from. Okay. I and and, and that sounds pro. They obviously created a quick black and white solution. Yep. Without thinking about the impact Anything it would have on... They're trying to punish... Or they're trying to make a statement against the big cats. Yep. But yet all these other ones are getting swept in. And I'm sure that there'll be things that will change. And they'll say, well, look, that's a satirical site. That's this. That's different, etc. They have to look at probably each individual. There's thousands of sites out there, you yep. know? Yeah. No, my view on it was that 
you know, Facebook is very different to Google in the way it interacts with the media sites in that, you know, users choose the content that they post on their chat on their on their thread. Yeah. And I do agree that Facebook be- like the media houses benefit from Facebook posting that content on the site because generally with Facebook you click through, you usually read a little bit more, you don't just get a whole bunch of content. Versus Google, where every time you click on a link in Google, Google is financially benefiting from it. Now that's not to say I don't I understand that Facebook benefits by having more users, they collect more data, of course they make money out of it too. But I just don't believe it's as direct as if Google, when you click on a link, money goes to Google, they benefit from it straight away. So that was my kind of view on it. It's only on an ad link though. No, on anything really, on any but click. For Google. Yeah. No. Yeah. For no. for most of those, especially those key or, things, they they pay it. They pay a cost. Organic search. Organic search, sure, but a lot of the times yeah. people don't click on it. They click yeah. on the things that come and shown first. Yeah. No one clicks. So, but, but the only the what only kind person, of person clicks sponsored link. Many. Oh, I guarantee you do. Because wow. the thing is, ages ago, it used to be when Google first started out, there were like there was like a clear two or three sponsored links. Didn't, wasn't it like highlighting now, in yellow and now it's sponsored links? The first <laughs> ten or so are sponsored in some capacity and, and at varying levels of visibility. So they've worked right. this out. But the thing is, if a news site was paying for a link click to Google, then the news site has chosen to do so. Yes. So this is this is like Facebook is benefiting in the same way as Google is, in my view which is that they're publishing this stuff. Facebook's money comes from getting your attention. Yeah. Right? And they have destroyed an existing model that supported journalism, even though it was a bit fucked in its own way. I mean, the Murdoch press is not fantastic. Yeah. Um, and whatnot. Well, that's what a lot of people argue, that the, con- the news sites have gotten shit Absolutely. and their content is not relevant. Absolutely. And they haven't adapted to the modern time. Because they're having to chase clicks through these shitty algorithms and whatnot. And mm. so these two big tech players have come in. They've upended a model that paid for journalism. And they are not willing and have not been willing to take any responsibility for that fact. And so the government's come in. And I've got no doubt that what Google and Facebook are saying about the legislation being ham-fisted and not understanding them is right. But the thing is, they've had 10 fucking years to actually find a way to support journalism and they're not doing it. And so the government has to put together some hand-fisted legislation to get them to fucking act. Yeah. And the interesting thing to see about it though is that Google's gone out and they're like, all right, all right, we're going to support journalism in some way. How do we do this in a way that can work for us? They've gone and done this showcase stuff. So they're sort of working to meet the intention of the legislation in the middle. They're trying to direct some money to journalism. Whereas Facebook just sort of sat back and let Google make its various moves and then just went, fuck them, and sent yeah. the steamroller in. Yeah. They just went nuclear. Yeah, and hide behind the fact that, that 95% of the content isn't news sharing. So they can just say, well, our, our content is user generated and it's not news. Most of it's not news, so fuck it. Yeah. So yeah. I kind of understand their view. And that is the flip side to this. And what's really interesting to me is the fact that actually, in my view, my Facebook feed has been um, significantly better. Since the news thing, since the news thing, went. using that thing, <laughs> yeah. it's only gotten better. It's gotten better. So I, I, I know that you're wrong, Tristan. I don't have the expertise or knowledge to back it up. <laughs> yeah. But I know that you're wrong because you're on Facebook side on this one. So yeah, that's my stance. So that's it, just because it's me. No, because it's Facebook. Because <laughs> it's Facebook. Because it's, it's, it's a nice, nuanced view. If, you, if you'd been on the other side of me, like, I, I know you're right but on this one. The other thing that I observed <laughs> to this, which is really interesting. Read the code and then come Cause, back. Because... What will be interesting is if Facebook, read it, by the way. if Facebook stays out of this. Because <laughs> people getting their news from Facebook is a new thing, right? 
Like, I don't they know do. anyone who gets the news from Facebook. I don't know anyone that gets the news from they Facebook. They're on to... Facebook and they do yeah, and happen to news. see the news, but they don't go to Facebook to get the news. I think that's the point. I think that's, and that's the point. And that's the thing that's really interesting, right? So I'm walking around. There's two things that I've observed in the last few days. Facebook has pulled out of having news on it. Okay, cool. Um, that could actually be pretty good because it's like weird extremist stuff that pops up on Facebook as well. Yeah. So if they get rid of that and the mainstream stuff, there's two things that I observed. One is that the ABC app has shot to number one on the iTunes store because people have gone, oh, well, I guess I need a news app. Yeah. Because a lot of people were just scrolling their news. It's literally called a news feed, right? So mm-hmm. they're going through the news feed and they're just getting their update on what's going on in their reality through this thing. And now they're like, oh, crap, there's, I'm not seeing any news through this. They're going and getting an app because of all the publicity. And then there was Junkie has been out and they, they had um, signs up all across the train stations saying essentially like, get your feed from us. Yeah. There's been a lot of scrambling like from various agencies trying 100%. to say, go get our app. 100%. We're not on Facebook anymore. No problem. Go get our app. 100%. And there's been a push. I was, I was in the car today. Uh, my phone was out of power. I had to listen to the radio. Yes. I'm sorry. I was listening to Triple M yeah. and they talked about that. They said, oh, you may have noticed you can't get any news about... I was on Facebook. Fine, go get our companion app, the Triple M app. I'm like, who's going out and getting all these apps? But I guess you know that's what you got to do. But you well, know what? That's you kind of proving good. my point here. No, no, but Facebook my... can kind of basic. Facebook can sort of say we're not paying for it, so we won't show the content. Yeah. And in a way, it's kind of a good thing because then people are going, cool. Well, so Facebook is saying, well, we don't give a shit. We don't make that much money out of it. We can make we can make our trillions of dollars through yes. other means. Ninety five percent of the content isn't. So, okay, fuck it. We won't display it. We're not going to pay for it. And now people go out there and then get the news. Google can't do that because people generally Google search news. That's where you go to. when, Like, you could go to a news, news article, but when there's something you want to look up from a news point of view, you Google search it and you click on it. It's very different. Google gets so much of its traffic from people wanting to find specific news articles or things about news. Facebook, they're just going... That's cool. We'll make our money some other way. And in a way, they're going to probably become these heroes because they're going to drive more traffic back to this. And probably all these media houses are going to go, this is actually great. We're getting it. So you, you go into SMH and you go into the websites and they're all putting down Facebook. Who would have thought? Because they're all the media uh, houses yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's all one-sided. But that's kind of my point. Like Google and Facebook are very, very different in the way they're used for news. Don't get me wrong. The end outcome is a net positive, but that's not why Facebook are doing it. So I'm right. No. I'm right no. then. No. Adam will never because, admit it. I get it. Because but, because Facebook are doing it because they're being arrogant. But don't they get the that? right That's to be? Dog. Yeah, I was the dog. I'm like, I was just about to drop the C-bomb and then I considered whether we dropped the C-bomb on the podcast, which I think I have before. But anyway. Oh, you being, have. He did like, like two weeks ago. Facebook, Every week. Facebook, are, being, <laughs> Facebook are being arrogant. Facebook are very joke. quickly finding out that Facebook getting its fucking nose out of the news is good for us. It's good because the way yeah. that they were presenting it and the kind of news that actually worked well is this clickbaity bullshit. And so it's actually a net positive. Yeah. But that wasn't their intention. But I always find... And so still, fuck Facebook. I'm not on Facebook's side. But that's side, the funny thing about but Facebook. But there's a net positive for society. Everybody's always like, no, I want to keep talking about I this, Adam. need to move on a bit. The thing about Facebook is that... <laughs> moving right along. So, like, they use this kind of this stuff for yes. free. Yes. They get, they get their, their feathers riled up because yeah. of all this bullshit. Get off it if you don't like it. Go and go back to the media places. Now, I do agree that they need to come up with ways of getting, you know, emergency services, all that kind of thing. And, and look, I think Facebook will. I think they'll work out from here. They'll work, all right, we need to, they'll start putting exceptions through. But I think, look, I think we can summarize by understanding that I'm actually right here. And I've probably won this argument. I 
and feels really, probably very wrong. I really, really disagree with that. You know what? Because Hunters, do your own research. <laughs> That's right. We'd love to hear from you, but you just won't find it on your Facebook yeah, feed. Get onto our Facebook page and, and tell us. <laughs> and to summarize, Tristan says that Facebook is fantastic, and Phil says Facebook can go fuck itself, and the less it's involved in our lives, the better. Do you know what the funny thing is? By the way, we're going to finish this up, but you you tag me in Facebook things from time to time. I do. Still. I don't even use it. <laughs> I use it for our betting competition, <laughs> our betting competition and that's it. Yeah. Exactly Adam, what have you got? We've, well, we've, and I hate myself. For and that. fuck you, Sam Carroll. Where's our drinks? He's, he's, <laughs> he's claiming the win. I'm claiming the win, Adzo. Um, well, I mean, I, I just can't give it to and you. Tristan. It's as exciting as a zero-zero draw. Okay. To me. Like, you know what? Let's call it a zero-zero draw. <laughs> Lots now, of shots on target, though. No, Adam, beat beat this. Beat beat that. <laughs> yeah, can we spend more time than no, what we just spent? Except now talking about Moving the perseverance right rover. The Ooh. Perseverance oh, yeah, rover this was has landed on Mars yes. and is sending through video and audio from the surface of the red planet. And this is how I know that we're all doomed as a species. <laughs> I grew up loving everything about the solar system. The stars, space, I wanted to be an astronomer. I made my family listen to The Planets by Gustav Holst on repeat because <laughs> the CD had pictures of planets and on it. And the song Mars is the awesome. Mars is fantastic, yeah. yeah. And this week... There was a 26 second video posted from the Perseverance, the first look at Mars, video, audio, on a goddamn different planet to Earth. Yeah. Unthinkable, yeah. inconceivable, and I got bored and fast forwarded yeah. it through, yeah. just quickly to see yeah. if anything fun yeah. happened. Yeah. Like, maybe something pops out at yeah. the end of this. Yeah. Nothing. What has happened to us? Why no. are we all so bored? Yeah. We landed a robot on a planet, I looked this up 207 million kilometers away. Yeah. It started filming, sending us video, and the people of this planet just kind of tuned out. It's the whole thing just maybe kind of introspective and sad. Like, how are we so easily bored? Look, there's a simple solution. You just need to get the Perseverance rover wearing stupid mittens so it can go mean. And then incidentally, you'd be seeing Mars as well. But, you know, this is what needs to happen. It needs to be like this. At what point does the Perseverance rover start doing the Harlem Shake? <laughs> I, I saw a meme image of I mean, like the Tesla cars the, dance. The perseverance looking through the Mars you know, escape, and the, in the background there's yep. the there's the puppet from the TV show Alf. That's it. And that was rated higher on Reddit than the actual footage of the <laughs> perseverance <laughs> rover took. Proving my point, Mars. Proving my point. You know, Nickelodeon did that broadcast of the Super Bowl with oh, the yeah, yeah. slime. That's yeah. what they do. With the lack of slime. Oh, that's right. You know, the slime falls out of the, on the Mars rover. Little, little, what is it? Baby Sheldon rocks up. The Mars <laughs> Rover. That's what That's they right. need. Nickelodeon needs. Right. Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. We've got to get on to Nickelodeon. It. Uh, pivots That's around. What solution. it should be is just this sequence of all sorts of TV stuff from the '90s. So it pivots around, and there's like the fence from uh, Tim the Toolman <laughs> Taylor with like the guy over the top of it, and like pivots around, and there's another thing altogether. You know, Alf, the Muppets. You know, just yeah. get everybody hanging out. The Simpsons made that joke in the 90s when, you know, Homer goes to space. Like, oh no, it's another boring space launch. Like, turn it off, <laughs> turn, turn it the off. TV off. <laughs> That's exactly right. You never know if ants can sort tiny screws in space. I think, I think it comes... I was thinking about that too, actually. And, and I go through moments when I'm... I love... Look, I loved it. And I love watching the footage and the camera. And like, where I get like really mystified by it is... Uh, I already had the other beer. Right? You so, took yeah. I'm looking for that. Um, I got two for myself. <laughs> I got mystified. I always love it when I am looking at that footage and particularly at the topography. And that is another planet. Yeah. yeah. That is, imagine just being there on land. That's like looking at the rocks on Mars. That's a rock from another planet. Yeah. 
fucking awesome. It's fucking amazing for the first fifteen seconds, and then it's it just, is, and then it's still but you got to think about where's Alf popping up? Exactly. Well, I think I think where we are at, unfortunately, without particularly with our seven generation, up here or something, could really go a crispy cream. We know in our generation we're not going to land on them on yeah. Mars, so we're just like meh. We'll pay attention oh, yeah. when we actually get to go, when someone walks on it, for yeah, sure. Yeah, if a person's up there. But now we're like, we've done so many crazy, amazing things. We're like, eh. We need some big discovery. Like, they need to go there and find, like, a river. Or, uh, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I honestly think life. it's... Life. A, a turtle. A turtle. <laughs> it's kind of... We're in this odd lag before another leap forward. Because something will... Something will converge, technology-wise, that suddenly leaps us forward again. And we're just... We're in that lag before that happens where it's all these tiny little incremental gains. Yeah. And it is difficult to keep your attention on that. And, and yeah, you know, it's this... not the first rover. It's not the first time we've landed it's... on Mars. It's just this one. And it's not unlike, for me, you know, bring it all back to video games. PS5 has come out. It's like, oh, look, I do want to get one eventually. But it's we're in incremental gains territory here. So it's true. not like the giant yeah. leaps forward over and over again. But it's very important that these are happening in the background, even if it's just not that exciting to watch right now because we are getting one step closer, one step closer. Yep. And I was listening to Elon Musk on Rogan's podcast the other day because he was back on. He talked about Dogecoin? The way... Get it up he, for me again? He didn't, but oh. he talked about it later. But the thing is, you listen to the way this guy talks about getting to Mars and what you need to do, and it's just so utterly matter-of-fact of like, we just need to get to here, to here, to here, do this, 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 and this, and then we'll get there. Yeah. And you're like... Man, that's inspiring. Yeah. To just be like, yeah, he's just there working relentlessly. Um, and so he's my hero. No. All right. Well, nice of the one. Month. Well, let's talk about Hero of the Week. I, I had one more bit of news. Let's talk about Hero of the Week. Okay, I'll, and, I'll do it uh, next week. You're right. Let's talk about news? this Hero of the Week. That's yeah. funny news. All right. Should we yeah. give it to him? Oh, okay, absolutely. A, a bit of lighter news. Okay. It's been a bit sad and dark. Yeah, strap in. Lighter news. A 32-year-old man in the UK beat the code vaccination queue... When it turned out he had been entered into the computer system of the NHS with the height of 6.2 centimetres instead of his actual 6 foot 2. With the normal BMI being around 18 to 25, 40 being morbidly obese, the computer calculated him as having a BMI of around (laughs) 28,000. This flagged him as having a serious pre-existing condition and he was raced to the top of the waiting list. Anyway, it was all worked out when he called his GP to work out why he was getting the vaccination and they realised he doesn't actually have the density of a neutron star. So they're stuck in back of the, back of the bottom of the list for now. <laughs> top, of the, great. top of the list, neutron stars, then frontline workers. Brilliant. So That's amazing. This is what happens when a computer just looks after it. Just spits out there, this guy's going to be in my 28,000. He didn't get it done? List. No, they, they put him back. You know what? Way. For his honesty, I nominate him as Hero of the Week. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, we haven't gone into any Hero of the Week material. No, yet, I, just because I don't have a Hero of the Week this week. So oh, can he's I got nothing. He's, he's got nothing. Uh, thank you. Phil. Uh, okay, yes. My hero of the week. Yeah. My hero of the week, as I was trying to bring up the accompanying news heroes. <laughs> no, my hero of the week is Disney Plus. Oh, yeah? Mm. Why? Whenever Phil does hero of the week, it's, it's there's always, always like a corporation there's always or something. And Adam always just goes, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's always like sitting Go there, on. smugly smiling, <laughs> nodding to himself. <laughs> like, you're about to drop like the hottest reveal on us. 100%. 100%. 100%. <laughs> my hero of the week this week is... Vin Diesel. Pause. <laughs> oh yeah. Really? That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. He tweeted. <laughs> so the multi-billion dollar corporation Disney Plus. 
Um, so <laughs> heads up, uh, Vin Diesel on, on the subject of Vin Diesel. Yeah. Just as a side note, I'm now back <laughs> up to Fast and Furious Four, but it's actually yeah. the third one that I'm watching because mm. number three, being Tokyo Drift, is actually number six. But anyway, we were talking about that just before you got Absolutely. here. As I mentioned, you were. now the multi-billion-dollar corporation Disney, which owns Disney Plus, oh, I know what this guy is. Is my hero of the week. I think okay. I know why. And why is that? Anti-Semitism. That's the one? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, that's actually not it. That's not it. No, no stopping anti-Semitism. The Muppets. Oh, okay. Well, I'll, it's the Muppets. I'll add to it, it then. It was Marvel that was stopping anti-Semitism. No, and Disney. Oh, I didn't see that from you Disney. You go in with yours and I'll... Yeah. With Disney, they have relaunched the Muppets. Oh, okay. It's all on Disney+. Plus. Oh, all the it's old... back. Ex- all the old episodes of the Muppets from across like oh, the wow. 70s and 80s. Wow. And they've, they've gone bold... They have gone out and they have a panel card on the front of it that basically explains that this show is multi-decades old and there's some racial stereotyping oh, really? oh, wow. that, that you should just simply be aware is out of date oh, and good. it is what it is. And for me, That's this was actually do. a fantastic yeah. move because there's been this airbrushing of history mm-hmm. that I think it's actually important that we, it's important that we see what was in order to not become it again. And so I think it's important not to airbrush it out, yeah. but you've got to acknowledge it. And so they've done the title card on the front and then they've released the Muppets as is. And so for that, they're my hero of the week. I think that's the elegant way to handle a difficult situation because, you know, even shows like there was a whole controversy around friends coming out and there's yeah, like a lot of fat shaming stuff and, and transphobia. Exactly. And, things, and yeah. it's like, but what are you going to do? Are you just going to pretend that we were never, we never had that? Well, you can't do that, but you do want to kind of acknowledge it. So I feel like they've struck a very good balance. It's like I said the other day when I, I told you I was watching Married with Children and it's like, yeah. you, you know, there's no every way episode would not make it 100%. past the board, Exa- but exactly it's amazing. Yeah. yeah, and you basically just want to be able to go, look, this is of its time. It's clearly of its time. Yeah, except <laughs> it's it's still, it still lands. In the case yeah. of Married with Children, it still lands. It's 100% accurate. <laughs> uh, it's, a little bit, they're, they're, it's a little bit too real, right? This actually reminds... This kind yeah. of approach reminds me of just, you know, all those times when in the houses here or when you acknowledge the land of the Aboriginal, you know. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we want to acknowledge the land of blah, blah, blah. Anyway, onto our convention or Moving like the right ones who the stands. Yeah. We acknowledge that this is the land. Remember when John Safran did that thing? Yeah. And he took his... He took some Aboriginal, um, um, Aboriginal heritage Aboriginals around to like some houses in Redfern where yeah. they have the sign so we acknowledge this land is the traditional custodian. Yeah. This is uh, Jack. His grandfather was actually of that tro- of that people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Said, um, so I guess you're acknowledging it's his house. So he's come here to move in with you. And like the owner's just like, what? what? Uh, and like eight uh, of them man. file in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, well, you've said it. So, you know. Saffron. Good on, Saffron. Oh, no, Disney Plus. I was going to say Always Disney uh, fired the, uh, you know... Um, Speaking politically correct, the uh, largest chick from uh, The Mandalorian um, oh, for her yeah. anti-Semitic, uh, interesting uh, Nazi-ish posts on Twitter. Got it. Yeah. yeah. yeah, so, yeah. Wasn't yeah. she about to get her own spin-off? Probably, yeah. It's an Enjoy interesting... Herself. Look, it's an interesting move by her to um, get onto Twitter. Well, you're just on a gravy train <laughs> for life. You're on probably the hottest show on TV at the moment. Yeah. They've already announced that you're going to be on your own spin-off. And then she jumps on, she just can't keep her fucking mouth shut and, and just now, ride the gravy train until she's a multi-millionaire and can retire in five years. Instead, she wants to say, she feels untouchable. Yeah. She's at the, the top of the world. Yeah. And so she's, yeah, she's saying some awful shit. So anti-Semitism, I think there's some anti-trans stuff in there as well. Just not a good person. No. This is And this is what you picture. It's almost like you see the person who's going up, 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 and the... the 
And they're looking around. They're like, Nothing can stop me now. And they're, yeah, they're looking around, going, "At last, I finally have the platform to speak my mind." <gasps> You're like, oh no, it's happened again. It's happened again. You see that final episode of season yeah. two? I can do it's whatever right. I want. I'm bigger <laughs> than Jesus. <laughs> anyway, um, good anyway. pick, Phil. Yeah, Good so there book. was that, and uh, the one I was referring to is um, Marvel adjusting some of their old comics that had a bunch of quite um, subtle anti-Semitic ah, right. things. Ah, in anti-Semitism well. was a great thing in the 90s. Good now fact. it's just a little PC, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, ads, ads. Um, but yeah, yeah, and I'll come back to a more serious hero of the week after Adzo's gone. Oh, you, you got That wasn't your hero of the week? That was my hero of the week because I wanted to keep it as something we could sort of... You, you don't get another hero. Really do. I do you get don't get another hero. When I tell you, running long. When I I tell you who it is, you will. All right. All right. You know what? <laughs> I'm still doing this. It's Vin Diesel. No. <laughs> okay. So obviously Texas has been in the news this week. Oh, uh, here we go. The conditions taking the, the state completely unprepared. Uh, and in the, but in the midst of disaster, humanity shines, and this hero of the week is going out. It's actually joint heroes. Yep. Uh, Don Condon and Nina Richardson, oh. who, when a delivery driver crashed in their driveway after struggling with the icing conditions, took her in to wait for a tow truck, and five days later are still putting her up in the house. Turns out, no tow truck could make it through the conditions on the street. There was no rescue coming, no help at all, so they just took her in. And uh, more or less, that's where she lives now until the whole thing blows over. And, and can I just say, this is true... To te- you know, we, we visited Texas, we spoke yep. to a lot of people. This is true Texas kindness. People opening their homes for people. And I know it's a majority red state, but I've never met friendlier people traveling. And, you know, you contrast that with the Republican Senator Ted Cruz, who this week pissed off to Cancun to escape the cold and then threw his daughters under the bus saying that they demanded a holiday in the middle of a national disaster. You mean you mean you, you mean Texas's very own Scott Morrison? Yeah. <laughs> good old good. Ted Morrison. Very good. Yeah. The first time a Texans fled to Mexico to escape ice. Yeah. No, I Oh nice. Well, yeah. with power failing, Texans literally freezing to death in their homes and on the streets. This horrid piece of shit took his family to Mexico for a little break. What a wanker, but the true humanity shines through with the people that would just help out a stranger in need. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. someone said, someone else mentioned that to me. Like, I, I, I don't know, it was just talking about the unbelievableness about the, the irony of Texans escaping to Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. Please let us in. You've got power and safety. Uh, you hear on the power thing, did you see that one of the power companies over there works on a by demand power system? So some of these houses that still have their power on. Turns out, like every day, they were paying five thousand dollars in power fees. Yeah, because it's it's like a Uber. Yeah, when the when there's a lot of demand, yeah, it just yeah. spikes, and it's been spiking to the point where it's five ten thousand dollar bills coming through for these. And things. all the fossil fuel, like pro the pro fossil fuelers, allow blaming like renewable energy. It's like and no, so, you yeah, just... the ice froze the wind <laughs> like turbines, and oh that's why there's no power. It's like no. oh my god, yep. Yeah. America Capitalism at its best Unfettered capitalism Who's your uh... The one I wanted to bring up as, as On a serious note um, In the same vein As the Grace Tame stuff From a couple of weeks ago Is yeah, just a shout stuff. out yeah. To Brittany Shit. Higgins yeah. Shit You've got the maturity yeah. line um, Yeah <laughs> My wife told um, me I need to say that You got in first yeah. Shit you said you didn't have one. No, but this, this Lindy messaged like, me. <laughs> this, seems like a, this seems like a really good thing to get competitive over. Um, essentially, very, very brave young woman yeah. um, standing in the face of power to essentially highlight something that, as this story is escalating, is looking real bad. 
So good on her, that bravery mm. to be able to stand and know the media shitstorm that's coming. Oh yeah. And all the bullshit that's gonna come, you know, her way as a result of that. Hopefully as little as possible. Hopefully, little by little we're seeing in the media it's much more supportive than it has been before. Yeah. Um, but really just a just incredible bravery to step forward, tell her story and hopefully bring about some change in the culture there so um yeah big shout out to her and that's my that's my genuine well it's not just that so um there was it's now inspired others so there was this kid this uh former student at um kambala who's now yes uh reached out within 24 hours she's received you know asking if anyone got you know sort of assaulted in some form um, from anyone who went to an all-boys school and said received in 24 hours she received nearly 300 responses 300 responses with 73% of them saying yes. So, um, and they're up to, um, and they've already received for three days over only 1,200 anonymous testimonies and stories. Yeah. So it is ripe. Um, and I think, you know, when I talk about the Freedman podcast and, and what its values are, it is very much about helping men redefine where our values lie. Obviously, sexual assault is extreme and, of course, something that we would never do, but it's one of those things which I think happens a lot more than we think. Yep. And because we have friendship circles that you know we know we wouldn't do it, but that doesn't mean it doesn't happen in a lot of circles that we're not part of. And who knows? Maybe it does happen with people we know. I'm and not throwing to anyone be, under to the bus. To be very clear about those particular testimonies, a lot of them uh, were anonymous and were mentioned things like, I was very drunk and this happened. I got blackout drunk and this happened. I went to a party at 14. I drank too much and I woke up and someone was sexually assaulting me. And you could see, you could read it if you've read them, uh, you can read between the lines and see the guilt that they're struggling with, feeling that the blame is on them, feeling yeah. that they're some way to blame. Yeah. And so, some people in society will say, well, what do you think's going to happen? You go out to a party, you get too drunk and you pass out, something's going to go wrong. Can I just say for the record, yeah, at 14, you shouldn't be going out and getting really drunk and, and, and passing out, but you should be able to get drunk and pass out at 14 years old and not wake up with a dick in your mouth. Yeah. Okay, That is beyond question, you are never to blame for sexual assault. Simple as that. Unless you're chappy. Oh, that's, different. that's different. We used to put our balls on his face and stuff like that when he was drunk. But that's funny, right? I love the fact that just a couple of minutes ago, you're like, and oh, we're part of a circle that would never do anything like that. Chappy is somehow different. evolved to balls Chappy is different. Yep. He li- and also, we sometimes put shaving cream and all that kind of stuff. But, you know. And, and, and what you're talking about is boys pranking boys. Yeah, for, absolutely. For In a way. I mean, <laughs> I, I get off on it a little bit because it's chappy, but you know. Um... I mean, you're straying into very great territory. <laughs> no. But I mean, it, it just shows, like the, seeing all of this stuff, stuff come forward really shows the extent to which sex education is failing Kids. I don't even well. think we did sex education well, in school. The sex education put slides up in PDHPA and you have to copy oh, them down. You've got to Harry the Giraffe or Harold the Giraffe. Oh, yeah, Harold. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they did that for an afternoon. That's, oh, that's done. That's Tick. right. And it's just like, oh, here's your sex education. This is how a baby's made and don't do it. Nothing about the yeah. nature of what the compulsion's going to be versus what consent is, the rights, the I wrongs, think that is sort changing. of stuff. And um, hopefully it is changing, but, but um, it's certainly wasn't part fast. of our, our, our growing I'm up. Not, I'm not entirely certain we were told how babies were made. Honestly, I don't even think when did we? What, well, what, I mean, what, what class did we do that? I mean, that was I mean you boys, you boys are pretty old, so yeah. <laughs> they were telling me how babies. But, were yeah, made. Harold the giraffe was always there for me, mate. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, nice one. I scored some great meth off that guy. <laughs> did we have a? Did we have a winner? Oh, yeah, Disney Plus. All right, so um, <laughs> we'll move on. Um, Dad joke of the week. We Why can't you... uh, pick a winner because i got to write about this. Well, it's going to go to Brittany then. Um, 
Yeah. So we'll have another winner within like four or five minutes. Oh, that's true. That's right. That's right. For some reason, it'll go to Sylvester Stallone or something <laughs> like that. All Sam right. Carroll. Or something. Yeah. Moving right along. Yeah, Sam Carroll for sure. He's on holiday. <laughs> Get in. Uh, let's move on to dad joke of the week, and I reckon let's start with Adzo this I'll start time. With with his, oh, the, the lead up. Tome. <laughs> well, I, was, I was actually down. Honestly, I've written school assignments back in the day that were shorter than this joke. <laughs> I was down in this joke shorter. I don't know. In Rockdale the other day, I popped into the two dollar shop to get some birthday decorations for the lady's first birthday on the weekend. Anyway, they had, they had a rack of uh, these pretty good looking synthetic wigs. You know, they were on those like. Foam heads without any features, those really creepy ones yeah. you see the ones. Anyway, as you remind me every week, I'm a pretty much bald piece of shit. So I went ahead and tried one of them on, you know, just see what it looks like. And you know what? I looked great. Took 10 years off me. So there I am. I'm looking about 50. I'm thinking, fuck it. I'm going to buy it as a laugh, see what the wife says. And I get to the counter and I ask, how much is it? And the guy's like, $2.99. I'm like, do you mean $2.99? And the bloke's like, yeah, it's a small price to pay. (laughs) It's just coming up with words that have slightly, like, make a slightly double meaning, and he's putting a whole story behind them. And I give a shout out to Adam because he's making up these stories. I don't think he's, I don't think he's a joke. I think he's thinking of a word and he's putting a little. (laughs) Like, you know, that he added Rockdale in. Was it Rockdale? Yeah, so it's Rockdale. Like, you got to have... We, we got to up our game. I feel like... I don't know if you've seen the Dave Chappelle special where he's talking about how he just writes punchlines and puts them in a jar and then pulls them out and tries to come up with a joke to go with the punchline. That's basically what's happening here, but I'm not sure it's good we're letting yeah. the listeners behind the curtain I, I, on Adam's method. I pulled out small price to pay. And I was like, okay, let's start in yeah, Rockdale. That's right. Let's start in Rockdale. You beat it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, what do you call... I, I'm keeping mine short and punchy. What do you call a killer with two bums? A what? A killer with two bums. With two buns or two, two bums? bums? Bums. Bottoms. As in bottoms? Yep. Um. And ass arson. Ass arson? Oh, okay. <laughs> Alright. Yeah, no. Or an ass arson. That's fine, actually. Yep. There's nothing wrong with that joke. Yeah, this is solid. Un- unexpected. Solid 5 out of 10. <laughs> I appreciate the brevity. That's right. Um, Let it out like a quick fart. <laughs> So mine's, I've got a story. Oh, good. So, um, oh, stealing Adam's method. Yeah. yeah. So you're down in Rockdale. So I was down in Rockdale <laughs> uh, in the wetlands down there. Yeah, I know it well. And it was a sunny day. Oh. And um, a frog was uh, was down there on a, on a lily pad. Mm. And I said to the frog, um, when were you born? And he said, I don't know, but it was a leap year. Oh. Yep. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. All right. 100%. All right. 100%. I mean, it would have been much better without the story. <laughs> I just um, wanted to add I like non-brevity just, to it. You just went in there with the story. Ah, uh, assassin. Yeah, assassin, it is. To Our <laughs> hero of the week. <laughs> uh, you know, let's switch it around. Let's hold my beer and then let's Good. do sports Come down. Yeah. All yeah. right. Get up. That's it. God, he's he's just so unremarkable. It's difficult to think of anything to say. That was awful. I bet it was. Shit food. Um, yeah, made my children sick. Like my parents are just disappointed in like all the time. Oh, yeah. Like you can see they don't want to be there. Yeah. You know. But they have to be. Like for the, the blood. Blood is thicker than water. Yeah. Yeah. I think they like Amy a lot. There's definitely a lot of obligation going on. Oh, that's all it is. Hundred percent. Um. 
Most of his family just stayed in the other room. I mean, in fairness, the joke's on me because this was the terrible party I didn't even get an invite <laughs> to. Yeah. Ah, uh, look. Thanks, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, you, boo. You don't want in on that action. I'm good. A lot of drugs, though. Like, their family gets a lot of drugs. So they're Like all, uh, uppers or downers? Uh, uppers. They're all, like, sniffing coat. Oh, they're all yeah, uppers. all that stuff. Really? Yeah. 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 Weird. I've got a downers vibe. Party. Yeah. We've got a downers vibe. Uh, like, just, just mellow it right out, you know? What's a downer? Like Keta. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. actually have no idea. Keta might be an upper. Seems like a downer. <laughs> I don't know. It's a horse tranquilizer. It should tranquilize you. Yeah. But, yeah, I just, I hope I hope I don't get invited to the other one. Yeah. Hey, All right. Hey, hey man. Hey, hey. How you going? Hold my beer. Add those, uh, Quickly read the can and see what we're drinking. Oh God, what have you got for us? It's very, it's very yellow. So this is from Byron Bay. Which I understand our boy Philbit is travelling to shortly. Oh, and any of you guys having indigestion issues? Uh, yeah, always. Well, Every day perfect. of my life. That's great. Because uh, what we got here is the Sneaky Butcher Beer and Kombucha Summer Low Carb Ale. To be fair, I have been interested in what these kombucha beers taste like. So we'll, we'll do it in one hit they tonight. Had, they had three of them. They yeah. had this one, they had, I think, an IPA and some other nonsense. But... um. This one had the brightest looking can. Uh, listeners, this is a very bright yellow and orange can. Sneaky Butcher in Byron Bay. This is a low carb, it's a 4% ABV. So Good. it's got one standard drink per can. So this won't exactly knock your socks out. And uh, according to the side of the can, yeah, you read it right. Uh, blah, 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 kombucha and beer. <laughs> um, listeners will be pleased to know that it's at least 25% lower carb than regular full strength beers. So... Yes. Um, you know, good for the gut in more ways than one. Yeah, yeah and I, just as many cultures as a, uh, a shot of kombucha. I'm going to be honest with you boys. I'm concerned. I, I'm concerned that this is going to be awful. I'm not excited awful. by it, but I have wanted to try this for a while. So I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm keen to try to get in. There wasn't I don't a lot like, of fizz. Did you notice that? Not much fizz. I don't like to prejudge. Sure uh, my, my daughter was throwing the cans around a bit this afternoon. But I'm prejudging. So. All right. Ooh. Floral. And I quite like a kombucha, but I just yeah. don't think these two things are going to go together. Smells quite nice. Smells like a fart in a drum circle. It does smell like a fart in a drum circle, doesn't it? Oh yeah, you're right. It does mm. smell like Byron, Byron Bay. <laughs> Actually quite like a drum circle in Byron Bay. Just be too fair. Oh yeah, look that's um... I don't hate it. That's more butcher than beer. I don't hate it. It's definitely butchery. Yeah. I can yeah. already feel everything inside my stomach settling a little bit. i got to say, I don't mind it at all. Mm. Just got to see how it lands next to the fat nerd and the and the iced coffee I've been drinking. <laughs> so maybe an update tomorrow. Look, maybe it's, an update it's, tomorrow. It's tangy. It's zingy. It's got that kombucha sort of flavors. Um, not getting a lot of beer out of it. Mostly getting like a quite a nice kombucha drink. Yeah, it's very kombucha. I mean, kombucha is a strong flavor, so I'm not surprised that it overpowers the yeah, tannins yeah. of the beer. Hmm. I don't tannins the right word. Tannins. I just wanted to say it. Um, <laughs> Qualities. <laughs> So, uh, I'll give my, uh, my gross kombucha story, which is that my brother-in-law grew, made, grew, grew. made yeah. his own kombucha yeah. in his Bellevue Hill house. Oh. I don't know if you've ever seen kombucha being made, but it's pretty, uh, gross. It's pretty disgusting. Yeah. What, what is it? It's Isn't it like looks, a big lump of like... Bacteria. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like, uh, like from a horror film, like a fermented, just something just decomposing in a jar that you right. go, oh, that looks liquidy and you drink from it. Ooh. 
So uh, you like that sort of super weed thing in South Park where it takes over Randy's bar. Yes, it is yep. kind of like that. Yep. Um, <laughs> I've always got a South Park reference. Always or Family Guy. The Spice Melange. <laughs> so this good. is kind of like a spice melange. It is a bit it? of a yeah. spice melange. Yeah, it's absolutely. It. I'm very conflicted. Yeah, I can see. I you, you know when you look at Phil and he's conflicted. Yeah, oh, we're not filming this, by the way. But anyway, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, next week, next I'm, time. I'm conflicted in a really specific kind of way, which is that um, there's two things. Talk to us, boy. One, I hate being wrong. I hate it. Yeah. I know you do. I hate it. You were wrong about the Facebook. Don't Google don't thing. even don't even Tristan. Yeah. Don't even fucking go there. Yeah. Wrong about the eggnog stout. Yeah, you're wrong and about I that. also <laughs> don't like backing Adam in on any of his decisions. No. I hate it. Mm. I hate both of those things. And yet, I was utterly skeptical about this. It's fucking delicious. It's quite wow. good. Fucking delicious. Fucking delicious. And my problem here really is, like it. This mm. is supposed to be my my goof drink. This is supposed to be yeah. the one that we all hate. Yeah. Like, oh, it's disgusting. Yeah. It tastes like a fart in a drum circle. But it's like, you know, nothing wrong with it. It only smells like that. <laughs> and this is like, delicious. This is going to be a laugh for the boys. Right, this is yeah. going to blow them out. <laughs> okay. Have a taste of this. And you'd be like, this is awful. But no, it's great. Oh, man. <laughs> I just burped Sorry. into the can and I've just drunk it back the burp. Drunk back, yeah, well, that's kombucha for I just you. took a sip of that while you were making that joke and it <laughs> went into my lung. And it's still good. <laughs> this is kind of like summer in a can, in it a is way. Really, it is, you know, it's that summer is so in a can. It is summary. Um, and I mean, I feel like they've suggested that. Which might be dictating our thing, but it's yellow and uh, I feel somewhere inside. <laughs> Perhaps I've been um, the suggestible type. Yeah. Look, Could you make, work. if you were at a barbecue. I mean, you something. did bring the roast beef rolls back to football. That's true. If, you, if you were at a barbecue, you're having, you know, a, good, a classic Aussie barbecue where everything's overdone, you know, well cooked steaks and, and mm. sausages and things. Yep. And you were having that. Yep. I think that would pair really nicely. Lovely. <laughs> yep. Yep. There was a couple of chicken wings as well. Like, I mean, oh yeah. Could you sit down and have six of these? Yeah, you probably could. Okay. I think it would get a bit old after about three. Is my feeling on this because it is a very distinct flavour. Yeah. I think you get a little overloaded. But then again, if you were smashing wings in between, yeah, yeah. you could probably get through a six. Freshening up yeah. with some wings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> have a couple of um, in between wings. Yeah. Uh, Appetises. Just to freshen the palate. Make us uh, hungrier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> get you ready for a sprint. Mm. Yeah, um, I guess I feel like I'm... Yeah, you know what? They've nailed it. Well done, the Butcher so, of Byron. Yeah, the Sneaky Butcher of Byron. Yeah. Here it is. It's a low-carb kombucha drink that, as it turns out, doesn't taste like <coughs> dog's ass. It's so rare that I can go, oh, I can see. I can see something that I would eat while yeah. drinking this. Yeah. I could yeah, see myself enjoying this again in the future. Uh, and all of this was supposed to come out of my, my gag submission mm. to hold my beer this week. But, uh, well, I stand so corrected I, as well. And I like to think that on one level... Adam has failed because he was trying to get a gag beer and it turned out to be really good. I was just trying to get something that we could all have a bit of a laugh about. Yeah, he failed. Failed. (laughs) So, I guess on that... Listeners, he's done it again. uh, I'm going to give this... uh, I'm actually going to give it a solid four. Yep. Yeah. I was actually thinking... I still got it lower than my... My elbow's been my favourite, my most favourite recently, but... uh, Which I think I gave it a 4.125. So... uh, Ooh, it's a little burpy though. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, so it gonna, is. I'm, it, I think that's the cultures. I'm gonna downplay it to a three point nine. I can't yeah. put it in a four. Three point nine. <laughs> See, I like a good burp, so yeah. I'm probably gonna upgrade it to a four point zero five. I'm gonna, I'm gonna three point five. And it's gonna, and it's gonna keep five, going yeah. up with every burp, like in the Wonka thing. Although that was oh, down, yeah, yeah. wasn't it? That yeah. was fizzy lifting. Yeah, drink, yeah fizzy so, lifting drink. Yeah. They burp, they go down, so that reference, reference doesn't quite track. 
I, uh, I, anyway. feel, I feel happy by this and I, like uh, I feel in a mood to talk sports. Five, yeah, do it. Yep. Four, Strap in. Three, two, one. Cue the music. On to the sports down. Yes, well, I've got a few things going on this week. Uh, I've kept it fairly short because I understand you two have got some big things to talk about. Oh, yeah. After your weekend, we a live sweet, sporting action. But there has been a little, glory, bit of, baby. a little bit of sports going on. But with the regular season of Ace Australian sport about to kick off again, a lot of the more provocative players are learning to pull their heads in again. Thankfully, though, there are a bunch of former players... Who don't hold on to such graces. So are with we, that said... Are we coming into the sports down off-season? <laughs> it's a, it's a few depressing. weeks. It's a few weeks before depressing. a season starts. We're yeah. like, yeah, yeah. well, I better not fuck this up. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I've already told my girlfriend's kids we're going to take them to Luna Park. <laughs> so, <laughs> in, the, in the NRL, former Bulldogs hooker Michael Litchar is facing charges of domestic-related assault, property destruction and intimidation... After an argument turned into a punch-up and assault in a Connells Point home on Sunday morning. Word on the street is he got word that his fina- uh, fiance was being intimate with a former teammate. Now, Leacher played with the Bulldogs up until 2019. But him being off the roster doesn't mean the NRL integrity unit can take a breath. And you can imagine how went- that went down for our favourite intern Hunter down there this week. <laughs> Uh, what do I do, boss? There's a lot going on here. Assault, destruction, intimidation. Oh, there's allegations of sexual misconduct. Where do I start? Well, it's an easy one, Hunter. You just take that big rubber stamp with the picture of a smiling bulldog on it, and you stamp here, and here, and then, now good, yep, add the file to the precariously wobbling pyramid of manila folders over there in the bulldog's corner. Oh, watch out for the wobbling tower of Jacob Loco. Just balance it on top of their Christmas party best of pile. Yeah, next to the Dylan Napper Philofax. No, in front of the Marcelo Montoya stack. Campbell, that's got some spew on it. Just keeps going. It just keeps going. Is there more? Is there more? It's just because boring. because Very I've got good. There's, Bulldogs jokes. There's an image that came to mind oh, for me saying. in amongst that where they've called Hunter's getting this phone call about what he's going to intervene in, and meanwhile, like he just rolls over after the phone call, and it's actually the girlfriend <laughs> of that player's in bed with Hunter, and she's like, "Who was it, babe?" <laughs> uh, it was just him just oh, ripping into the Bulldogs. That's right. I reckon Hunter could have his own spin-off YouTube series. Think about that. Write yeah, that down yeah, in yeah, yeah. I ideas. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> in the AFL, former West Coast player Daniel Kerr. Wait, is that all you've got in the NRL? Yeah, that's what I said. I've kept it tight. What about Tom Trebojevic Trib- or whatever? You're more than welcome to jump in at this point, is, mate. He's a seagull. Boggy Trebojevic. <laughs> Huge player for the Manly Warringah Seagulls. He's pulled that, you know... This, uh, I just thought this was interesting. I... I Shout out to a long-time listener of the pod, yeah. uh, Wixie. So, this is quite interesting. So, according to Seagulls, right? Yep. Seagulls full back Tom uh, to miss start of NRL season. He's going to be out for potentially six weeks with a hamstring hamstring injury. Not yeah. the hammy. The hammy. But how did he actually... But notice they don't actually talk about it. Oh, how he hurt Well, himself. he actually did it by... F- footage has emerged of him doing a foot race on Saturday night, prompting questions. <laughs> he was sprinting in the Corso in Manly on Saturday night. And he's pulled his hamstrung drunkardly running through the through the course. Oh, oh, once okay. again, they're just like us. They are just like us. And We've just all had one of those. Hey, mate, I'll race you to the shark, and <laughs> off you go down the course of a manly. See, I would be a bit more cautious of that when my legs are my life. You yeah, know, true. you hurt your leg. What are you going to do? Pro- what do you do? You're a computer programmer. Yeah, something like or that. Something like that. 
What do you do? You, you're a computer programmer? <laughs> um, so, you know, okay, cool. I'll see so these guys. Yeah. can operate quite freely without them. There's some great yeah, stuff I mean, on here. Yeah, all well and good when you're sober, but when you're drunk, you feel like you're invincible. Fox Sports, South Great Sam Burgess arrested after allegedly failing roadside drug test. Burgess back. It's, it's fine. just never stops. I'd like it? to see a future. Pure case of Where Sam Burgess hosts a relaunch of Wheel of Fortune. So you can have Burjo again, but a different Burjo. <laughs> Legend slams NRL over Burjo's very harsh Norman fortune. Street what, Fight man. Dead said, if I went through every I know, single I know. one, we'd be here all night. You I know. 10 minutes for this, and then you say, oh, I want five minutes to talk about the Brisbane Rule. Moving right I along. know. Moving right along. So boys. in the yeah. AFL, former West, former West Coast player Daniel Kerr is behind bars this week, charged from a fire that burnt down his parents' Perth home. Now, 27-year-old Kerr has been charged with lighting the fire. However, his lawyer, who appeared in court wearing a fireproof suit and holding a big bucket of water, has defended the charges and denied all responsibility. Have you heard about this? No, I just heard he didn't start the fire. I thought it was always burning since his house had been turning. (laughs) Very good. (laughs) Well done. Oh, well done. In the tennis end, Naomi Osaka and Novak Djokovic have won the Australian Opens in their individual fields. Pretty predictable finish, but the real news came when Gordy got up to sing the anthem and accidentally sung the old lyrics that had been changed seven Boo. weeks ago. From young and free to one and free. I'm putting this down to Gordy using her entire memory to desperately and vainly try to remember how to sing, let alone the lyrics to the song. Do you guys see it? What the fuck is a Gordy? What, what are you She's talking? the singer that sung the anthem at the open. Name what he or she does. She yeah. sings. Anthems really badly. She, she couldn't carry a tune if she hadn't in a bucket. This news article is. Have you heard of Gordy before? No. Have you heard of Gordy before? I had not. <laughs> but she sang the anthem. Is she from a certain <laughs> band or something? Hey, or I think we all we know. Old? It's G. Yeah. O R D I. G G. Gordy. Gordy Howe. He was a guy hockey player. Not Gordy Howe. Dun 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 dun. Strapping Gordy, you're going in. You're going in. <laughs> um, I don't While know. you're Googling Gordy. I have no the fuck idea who Gordy is. I don't um, know if you actually watched the anthem. I actually didn't pick up the fact that you got the uh, got the lyrics wrong, but I did notice how terribly listen, she was singing. As someone who has sang the national anthem at a major event before, I did it at the NTIA Awards, the Travel Industry Awards, about 1,200 people. Mm-hmm. And I did forget the lyrics at the very end. It's very <laughs> distractible. If you it's distractible, is it? You're also forgetting how to speak. <laughs> it's very distract. I'm very, I was very distracted. You were distracted, not distractible. Moving on. Can I just go into the PGA? Sure. Good. Max Homer. The Genesis Open. Like many. <laughs> Max Homer. Sorry, I just I just stepped out for a moment. <laughs> you lost me. I needed to see who Gordy was. Did In- we find out? Uh, a musician. Yeah, she's she's fine. She's, she's like, fine. We'll, she's we'll, fine. We'll put a clip in or something. I don't there. Understand. I don't, she's I don't, fine. Be right. She'll be I don't right. care. But in, right. the, in the PGA Golf this Go week, on. the Genesis Open, like many of its top players, has run into some troubles with wind. Great gusts have blown balls off greens and collapsed equipment and prompted the decision to hold play. So who will win? I personally couldn't tell you. My pick for the week, Rory McIlroy, was cut in 94th place, so I no longer give a shit about it. And how the Genesis turns out for the rest of them. Uh, it was Tristan? Max Homer. Yeah. The game was finished today. Oh, yeah, I know. I'm still finished through. But and his name is Max Homer. What a name is that? Amazing. Yeah. Very good. That's a great uh, name. Yeah. And what I really liked about that story is that I finally have something in common with all these rich golfer dudes. 
Wind. I also have trouble with wind. Yeah, but not after this uh, sneaky book. Especially after this. <laughs> All right. Nice one, Adzo. All right. But Tristan and Phil, I believe you saw an A-League game on the weekend. All right. Big so, scoring. Can I, can, I, can I do one thing? I want to do one thing before Phil gets a chance to speak. I want to I I I steal his thunder. Okay. Because I know what you're going to talk about. Because I watched it on the news yesterday. I know. What are you talking about? I know. I, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I have no idea what you're talking you about. You know that a certain is it, is Everton it, football is it, club... Is it related to Kevin Rudd? Because that's where I was going. Did Kevin Rudd play for Everton? No, it's got nothing to do with Kevin Rudd. Everton <laughs> football club beat a 22-year... 22-game or 22-year... I really enjoy the fact that you stole my thunder on this, but you didn't even get your facts right. 23 <laughs> scintillating stuff. Go. Everton Football Club yeah. broke a 22 and a half year yeah. barren run against Liverpool at Anfield. I actually, when there I saw this on the are, news, I pitched a tent thinking of this guy. Absolutely. There are people in Liverpool who were born, went through primary school, <laughs> high school, and finished university and have gone out into the world of work who haven't fucking seen this happen. Yep. And it finally happened. It happened. 2-0, fuck Liverpool. It's amazing. Yeah, I mean... This it is amazing. Second goal shouldn't have been a penalty, but yeah, absolutely. Whatever. <laughs> However, we get it. And did you watch the first goal? I did. It was very did good. Did you see yes. the through ball? I did. It was from, very good. From Hummus? Yes, I did. Strong. It was very good. Fuck in. Yes. Yeah, I mean, that's... I did think of you when I saw the... Ten pitching I was thinking, like, the time-wise, like, you can imagine they're going, well, I can't say that... Uh, can entirely blame 9-11, but it certainly didn't, didn't help. help. <laughs> <laughs> it's about the same amount of time. Exactly. It's actually valid. Exactly that. I blame the terrorists. <laughs> anyway, um, in the English Premier League, before we get to this, uh, see, since you've started out with the English Premier League, uh, ridiculous Manchester City winning machine rolls on. 1-0 over Arsenal. We go 10 points clear at the top of the table. I called this a long time ago. It's over. You did call it. So yeah, that's why we, we that's why we stopped this segment. Yeah. Leicester won again. <laughs> it's still going. And I chose to ignore you. <laughs> Leicester won again to crank into third place. They're looking very good value for a Champions League spot. When yep. you're 2-1 over Villa. Fulham have continued their very unlikely bid for survival, getting another win over fe- fellow strugglers Sheffield United, 1-0. They're now three points from safety. Okay. They're getting ready to overhaul Newcastle. And David Moyes' West Ham went went fourth after a 2-1 win over Mourinho's Tottenham. Fourth? Fourth. Wow. Tottenham now languishing in ninth. The rise of the Moyes sire continues. Yeah, Adam was talking about it the The other day. The Moyes sire. The barbecue. You can stop. He was talking about some kind of moistness. I don't know. (laughs) Moving on to the A-League. Tristan and I went to a game. Yes, this is more important. We went to the Derby. Went, yeah. It's the uh, F... What, no. The the Plevichuk State of Origin. Oh, the State of Origin. Yes. That is Plevichuk, exactly what it was. Uh, the, 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 the Gladys Anna. The, Most importantly, you went to my local stadium. Yes, we did. We went Jubilee. to Jubilee. We did. The terrible, the hard-to-pronounce premier surname Derby. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. The Berejiklian Palaszczuk Derby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, great night. Great night. Great night. Uh, three generations of freedom. Shout out to the Netstrata so Stadium three? in Cobra. Did Love Kobe it? have kids? Or did you my take uncle, your mum along? My uncle. Your uncle yeah. was there. Yeah, big big FC fan. Which one? Big one. Right. Rob. Yeah. And, and Rob. Big <laughs> FC fan. <laughs> and yeah, I was halfway through that word and I'm like, I think it's Rob. <laughs> Maybe he won't notice. <laughs> 
Um, it was a great time. We went. Uh, we we got the Adzo score in the end. Zero zero. <laughs> zero zero. zero it's we a great game though. We were messing with Adzo, just like he's just relishing in this. Oh, oh yeah. I was he's having a good time. Having a good time. And, and admittedly, you, you, the whole first half, you're like, I'm loving this. I'm back at the football for the first time in ages. You know, not since Christmas. Yeah. Loving it. But this is everything that Adzo hates. Yeah. And everything that he gets justified in hating. About it because the ball was not getting past the final third on either side. It's just back and forth in midfield. <laughs> center passes to wing, to center. Center holds it, holds, holds it, holds it. But then the second half just opened right up. Yeah, look at what it was enjoyable Into to it. watch, particularly at the end. Uh, I quite highlights for me included the Brisbane Raw crowd, which yeah. was uh, about eight or nine people deep. <laughs> I would say if that. at the back end, at the away end, if that. Um, the crowds chanting when Bobo came onto the pitch to not do, really do anything. Lobo, bring back Sheriff <laughs> Lobo. Lobo. Who's Bobo? He's a big player. Big player. Yep. Uh, I mean, he's 38 and walking around with Zimmer frame now. Uh, no. no. Not that Bobo. Um, <laughs> he was Sydney's top scorer at some, at one point. He has come back now, but he is about 37, 38. But he had a couple of good, he had a couple of good moments. Uh, me and Phil each wearing our perspective, uh, respective respective jer- uh, well, I don't have a jersey scarves. but my kid does and the yeah. scarf he had his Brisbane Raw coffee club jersey on 100%. Nice. Um, my child eating seven or eight gummy snakes and getting all jacked up on sugar 100% yeah. and the fact that your child actually paid attention to the half of football that was terrible and then, and then paid no the attention half. to the half that was really good <laughs> I spent the whole time either facing us and dancing <laughs> or, dancing or facing the other way and making funny faces into the phone with the uh, whatever the app that. is that puts things on the face. Oh, yeah, that gun thing. Trying to shouting get you with the it. gun thing. Oh, yeah. yes, and the, and the fist gun. Well, shout out to him. He knows how to piss off the opposition. Oh, he, he took so. the fist gun along, the one that he brought to my birthday party. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's only gotten better. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he's, he's more accurate than ever. Um, other highlight was sitting right in front of uh, Zulo and other the other Sydney FC players who hadn't been selected for the squad. Michael Zulo is a good looking he man. He is a handsome man. Oh yeah. yeah. Really handsome. Like Yeah. Like picture ten. Zoolander. Handsome. Yeah. Zoolander. No, you know what? He didn't quite have the Zoolander vibe. What was the name of the other? Hansel. 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 Had a real Hansel vibe <laughs> going on. So hot time. right now. Big time. I swear he was just texting into his phone and I swear he was duck facing the whole time. I don't know if he's just like that, but uh, a couple I guess of times, people who are that good looking. A couple just of times you know I caught eye to eye about it. Then he would pipe a little smile or something like that. Yeah, like, yeah. Hey, he has got personality. Yeah, I licked think. his lips a little bit. And they all got up <laughs> when we uh, <laughs> when we missed some close ones. Yeah. And then uh, also all the planes landing that you can watch and Kobe wanted just to know what that plane was on flight radar yep. um, and also somehow being able to know what the tail was even though it was pitch black and you couldn't see kid's got his priorities right he's got his priorities right that's right um, highlight also was us walking leaving the stadium and you and uh, Rod talking about movies that I've never heard of oh yeah yeah, yeah that was a good time yeah, yeah. Um, Rod also seen all those Chris Nolan movies you watched uh, we didn't get into Christopher Nolan we didn't have enough time but we will get to that <laughs> and when then, we have uh, six days <laughs> Phil falling asleep in the back of the car while my my six year old stayed awake. Big guys all tuck it out. I love that all the things you loved about the game, Tristan, didn't involve the game whatsoever, except for maybe Bobo coming on. Oh, and also so. the jokes we made about not giving you a lift because you're a raw fan. Oh yeah, that was solid. Yeah, yep. yeah that yep. was pretty good. Yeah, I mean yeah. you didn't follow through. No, because we we love you. Classic yeah. Tristan. <laughs> No, it was a fun <laughs> night. It was fun. Night. It was actually a half decent crowd out there as well. Um, it was a hot night too, and. It was good, Amos. So, uh, you know, props to Sydney FC, props to Brisbane Raw for putting on a show. 
And uh, can't wait for the big one this weekend, Sydney FC versus MacArthur. And shout out to Steve Corica for the triple substitution that nearly passed. Oh, yeah, off. we got As a, a coach. To 10 he, over did, that. he did a triple substitution at the 60th minute, which is pretty bold. And then that's when the best action of the game happened on both ends. But uh, hitting the woodwork twice. Well, I also that's liked right. how we all got really, you know, we pitched a tent over that, and then yeah. we read the rules. And, oh, because of COVID, they can now do five. They can have as many as that. Yeah. It's still a bold move. <laughs> it's still a bold move. It's a bold move, Carton. Adam, what did you think? Yeah, it's good. All right, let's move on to move right um, along to the rest of the A League and the Champions League. <laughs> One moment, please. Oh, okay. Hang on, I'm just going to. Rora now in second. Central Coast is still top, so unfortunately it is still a joke league. Yeah. For as long as that is the case. Yeah. Sydney actually have two games in the hand over the Raw and three from Central Coast Mariners. So yep. if you win all your games in the hand, you'll be top of the table. Yeah. Uh, which is most distressing. Yeah. Uh, in the Champions League, one little piece of news because the Champions League resumed this week. Are we witnessing the end of the Messi Ronaldo era? That's as Ronaldo's Juventus lost 2 1 to Porto. Barcelona lost oh, 4-1 to Paris. Messi's a player, isn't it? That's right. That's <laughs> I'm not right. saying like Ronaldo. It wasn't an adjective. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. We're seeing the rise of Kylian Mbappe gone off the wagon and again. Erling Haaland. So it looks like it's over. It really does look like it's over. Their, their influence is waning at last. Mm. And Mbappe is rising. He's already got a World Cup under his belt. The world is his oyster. Do you think maybe, uh, maybe Sydney FC could make a go at it? Um, I mean, we were talking about that. Yeah, we were. Yeah. I think they could. I feel. I really feel like Ronaldo is a Sydney FC player and Messi is a Brisbane Raw player, and that could be the derby. I think then, if oh, we were saying like, if 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 you know, Natalie Portman yeah. and Sasha Baron Cohen yeah. and Chris Hemsworth, all of them can come here and make it. Wait, Chris Hemsworth is Australian. <laughs> he is. Can make them Zach Efron can Zac make Efron. Australia home. That's yeah. right. Why can't these soccer players? Yeah, I mean Absolutely. we'll have to play all our games in Byron Bay, but um, <laughs> it'll be worth it. Hey, that's still New South Wales. Hey, look, tune in. Can't close the board. You can't keep New South Wales safe from New South well, Wales. That's a good point. That's a good point. All right, let's wrap up the show with whatever it is we're doing last. Uh, I thought we had a game, video game. Oh, we just wanted to talk about some stuff. All right, let's talk about some stuff. All right, wrapping up the last show. No, not wrapping up the show. Last segment of the show, um, we thought it was just very important that we talk about Super Mario World, I thought, and Super Mario Golf, because we know Super Mario World has now opened. Uh, Universal Studios. Universal Studios. I mean, surely what we could do is we could say that this podcast is a business, even though it isn't. Yeah, and get continue. a dispensation to go to Japan. Yeah, continue. to do a live podcast from Super Mario World at Universal Studios. I think it makes a lot of sense. What yeah. do you think, Adzo? Yeah, I'm in. Are you yeah. in? Do you think you'd get out? Sure. <laughs> I mean, let's talk about it. So, I mean, there's a two week quarantine on the way back, but that's okay. Strap in. Uh, if you have a look at the actual, it, it looks amazing. I mean. Trying to look up these things here. Guests can purchase power-up bands. Yeah, we talked about this. Like I know, but now it's actually 20 open. 20 weeks ago. Now it's open. And I said it sounded like pants. I don't want to wear a power-up band and have to go around punching fake coin blocks all over a park. I just want to go on my roller coaster and then go have a nice sit down somewhere. You know what? 
Let Phil, let's ask you and I talk about oh, this. I think yeah. so. Yeah, I'm, he's I'm, all yeah. up for talking about Mario Golf. I'm probably the biggest fan of Mario Golf here at the at the podcast. But if you guys want to talk about Mario World, but Bowser Castle he's, with he's, its he's stone a bit walls, of a cranky boy. He wants to talk cranky. about Mario Golf first, but we're just making plenty of runway. Go on. It's but be Bowser right. Castle with its stone walls, iron fences, and a large statue of the Mario antagonist is what will really get fans excited. Here's where guests will find the world's first officially recognised Mario Kart ride called Cooper's Challenge. Strap in. Wearing a headset, players will be able to dive into the popular racing game with the help of some advanced technologies like augmented reality, projection mapping, and special effects. Guests will race through the (laughs) mushroom kingdom, steering their way way around the track, throwing shells at Cooper Lane, racing alongside Mario, Luigi, and Princess Peach. You don't think that's amazing? You know what? I just I don't want to open my heart again and allow myself the chance for it to be broken. <laughs> Fair. That's okay. what that's what this is. That's okay. what this whole thing is. Okay. You know I'm excited. I you know. You know I want it better than anything. Yes, I've I've seen all the videos. I've seen all the pictures. Almost real life Mario Kart. All right, let's talk about Super Mario Golf. Okay. Can I just say? Yes. Mario Golf's been announced, mate. Yep. And I know it's a stupid game. It's yep. a golf game. It's not a stupid game. It's my stupid golf game, <laughs> and I love it. There's new modes, new characters. There's a speed golf mode. With four players tee off at the same time, then have to run after their ball quickly, take the next shot, first in the pin wins. You can play normal, like everyone will, with the controller, or if you're high, you can use the Joy-Con like a club and hit it that way. I've always had a lot of fun with Mario Golf games, pretty much entirely as a multiplayer thing, although I have actually had to play that one player mode to unlock all the courses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you, you go always grind have to do that. through yeah. that. Yeah. Well, and like, then you guys turn up like, oh, hey, you got some more courses, hey, Metal Mario. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I, I did all this work. I've always actually taken that for granted. I, love, yeah. I, I, always, also, for granted. I also love that he's pretending like he didn't love every second of that work. <laughs> you know what? It's, it. it's like love how it. I have Look to play one-player Mario Party for like 18 hours to unlock all the modes and no one even appreciated. I've honestly never seen him smile so much when he complains about something because he really, deep down, just loves every second of it. <laughs> but hey, look, I am pumped. The yeah. Mario Golf, I couldn't believe it's taken this long. I thought it should have been a launch title or at least yeah. in the first year. And can I also say, um, that's the number one game I'm looking forward to. Close second is probably this new Switch port of Zelda Skyward Sword, which is coming out very soon. Strap in. Skyward being one of the very few Zelda games I never got around to completing. I think my Wiimote broke uh, when I tried to play good. it. Was it, it wasn't very good? It wasn't very good. I played it. Well, anyway, I'm hoping the robust and reliable Switch remotes should be able to carry me through this time. It was I, I did play it. It wasn't it did definitely wasn't as good. But that being said, I gave up on uh, Breath of the Wild. You so did, I, so you don't know yeah. anything about Zelda games. No, I know a lot. I just officially gave up on a game that was uh, just too open worldy for me. I don't have time I, I was thinking this to someone else the other day. I don't have time to have such an open world. I need some sort of linear path shown to me. You need some me. structure in your game. I need a structure. I don't have much time. You've got nothing but time. I've got nothing but no time. <laughs> In fairness, somehow he has quit his job and seems to have less time. Thank okay. you. He's Thank hustling. You for saying I quit. Um, so yeah. <laughs> uh, hustle, hustle. Uh, yeah. Uh, look, I'm just no. You know what? I wish nothing but the best for this Skyward Sword, and I hope that you enjoy it. Well, I don't want to play if it sucks. I played like a couple of hours on it. I thought it was pretty good. Honest, honestly, look at that sad face because this is a Nintendo thing. And there's one thing that I've just got... It's not a, a Nintendo something, thing, it's a Zelda thing. Zelda no, thing. I get that. But I'm saying you're a Nintendo thing. It's got <laughs> extra emotion no matter what it is. If it's good Nintendo, you're extra happy. If it's bad Nintendo, you're extra sad. Hence why he's so defensive about the Universal Studios thing. What I want to observe is, is that I hope that at some point in my life, I come to know what it is to love something as much as you love Nintendo, Adam. You do. 
You love uh, Far, Fast and Everton, Furious. Fast and Furious. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. True. I feel better yeah. about this immediately. Yep. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, and just, I mean, nothing else that I love. Well, that you much. know, last week, last podcast, you told us how they'd announced it. You know, Fast and the Furious Nine. Yeah, was F9, it Nine, baby? Was that Fed Fast? What was what they called? May. Coming in May. Okay. Now F Nine, the Fast Saga. It's called. Fantastic. Yeah. So you seem pretty excited about that. I'm pretty excited this about that. That's how I feel. I know. Okay. And yeah, Nintendo is your Fast and the Furious. Well, not all Nintendo. Wrapping up video games. <laughs> well, um, not Fast and the Furious. It isn't like Pikmin. Well, actually, yes, all of Fast and the Furious. Every last second of it. Well done to the... Um, They've never failed. The Cocktail and Arcade Bar, Be Lucky and Sons at Fox Studios. Oh, yeah? Took my sons there... Uh, Got them some cocktails? On the Drunken Saturday, where we saw the girls coming out of Magic Mike. And I think... My $35 that I put onto uh, the card for the kids to play disappeared in about 14 to 15 minutes. Really? I mean, literally, there's $2 games. So they're playing ticket games, though? Of course. Yeah. Because they want the, they don't quite understand the exchange rate. You could just go and buy a that, teddy bear for $35. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. But, you know, it's the thrill of it. <laughs> and it was exactly like uh, in The Jerk. Like, you can only afford... <laughs> Something in this area. This here. particular... I mean, they walked out with a whiz fizz And a And a bouncy ball each. There's oh, two right. of them. That's and what yeah, they got for $35. Oh, 100%. And this is, you know, like the claw machines. I was watching a, a Vox thing on, on YouTube the other day, which actually confirmed the fact that uh, claw machines have an internal setting. Yeah, they have dip switches that, that, that adjusts whether it, it won't be actually tight pick enough something to get up, up or not oh, so it's not a skill test at whatsoever they had these a Mario ones and the kids I just I gave, I, I gave them two goes to show that it was impossible yeah. and then they did it and then yeah but and they kept the, asking me it's like a pokey machine it's not impossible it's just that if the claw has extra grip because it'll do that three and a hundred times but yeah, yeah. but you so, can adjust it to how often you want people to win so it's like a yeah I say shout out to them uh Teaching your kids to gamble. What is quite funny though is that they clearly don't give a crap about anything. I had like my three-year-old was just up, standing on the machines, just bumping, 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 like winning tickets. It's like it still didn't give them even close to enough to anything. Yes, you can do anything. Like at first, I'm like, oh no, you can't look at that. People are gonna get angry because it looks like you're cheating or something. There's no one here. No (laughs) one cares. No one cares. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to translate the chappy ass. It's difficult. Uh, now I understand what's going on. Yeah. Um, I told you you should have looked at it before. I like you hear a clanking. You did. A clanking. Yeah. It's Tristan's brain Cold trying turning. Okay, we're going to skip that one. Yeah, okay, okay. What, what do you think about this? I'm just going to update my beer score. I'm Go. the whole way through this and I'm Go. taking it down to a 3.5. Okay. Yeah, it gets a bit worse over time. It's still pretty good, but... Yeah. You can't update it three sections of the podcast oh, he can. later. Yes, he can. He can do whatever he wants can to do. He can and will. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna stick. I'm, you know what? I'm gonna go into my little notes from the week, which I didn't really get to talk about. Oh, into the notes app. Um, I, I wrote a note. I forgot to, to mention during that whole Fox Studios Magic Mike thing, my son got his head stuck in the fence. <laughs> uh, I thought that was funny oh, yeah, at the time. I guess her in the nose. <laughs> um, <laughs> did you have to call security to get him out or anything like that? That's amazing. Uh, That's amazing. Why is your hand right up your shorts? It's leg? very sweaty. Don't. Well, your your hand or the No, like the couch. gap in between your thigh and your ball sack. Got it. Oh yeah. uh, and so you needed to put your hand down there to make it less sweaty. Wanted to ask a question. Smell your hand. Like Wanted to ask you a question. Cheap balsamic vinegar. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> too real. <laughs> too real. <laughs> Belly dancing. 
had, uh, we, had, we were at a Turkish restaurant on Saturday night with the boys, mm, and there was nice. belly dancing. Are you a yay or a nay to belly dancing? I don't like being called up to belly dance. But do you li- I find the whole thing annoying, but yeah. Oh, um, yeah, because you have to sort of look to be polite, but you can't make mm. eye contact or they drag you drag up you there up, dance. Yeah. And I hate being dragged up. But you also have to stop your conversation for 20 minutes because your music's too loud. Yeah, that's true. No, all in all, I think you can do without. Yeah. Uh, You? I can take it or leave it. Yeah. Uh, I also made a note here when I was doing the... Well, we tried to do the pub crawl with Anonymous on a Monday afternoon. Oh, yep, yep. Uh, I did find it quite funny that um, the TAB is uh, promoting fighting ovarian cancer by making the harness racing racing jockeys wearing teal. I was oh, just like, that's... That'll do it. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, this was more funny when I was drunk. Um, <laughs> and I was thinking... Ah, oh, the, the things Tristan finds amusing while shit first. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, what a great way to end the show. And then last night, um, just I went out for dinner um, with a long-time, long-time friend of the pod, Adam Grunstein, his wife and my wife. And we were at a table... Yeah. And then we were asked to, we got an opportunity to go to a booth and I, my view was you always take a booth. Always take a yeah. booth. Yeah. Always take a booth. Well, it's always take yeah. a booth. But do you sit in the comfy part of the booth if there are chairs as well or do you give that to the lady? No, you have to give the comfy to the ladies, yeah. yeah. But in this case it was uh, it was parallel, same, like, you know. Um, but I also like to look out into the body of the restaurant. So if I can, I can see an attack coming. Yeah, I can jump in. You know, that's yeah, a very yeah, manly yeah. thing. You yeah, always, always keep an eye on the exits, yeah. that sort of thing. If my back's to the whole rest yeah. of the restaurant, I get that little bit edgy. Do you remember Brendan? Yes. And he always used to, whenever you were at a restaurant, he always wanted to face some one particular way. Yeah. And if he got there, even if he got there late, and you're already facing the other way, he'd, he'd do that thing you. where he'd like, "Oh, I'm not sitting down until you move." Yeah. Like, but you were here late. You remember yeah. that? Oh yeah, very yeah. well. Yeah. It's funny like that. Uh, anyone else have any observations to make? Oh, what else has happened nothing? this week? I don't think I got nothing. The issue I have issue with Chappie ask us is because a lot of it is actually wrong. Yeah, I know. Okay, I got, I got, I got one. Tomorrow I start work in my new Sydney office. I've been working from is home it tomorrow for, already. Yeah, wow. I've been working from home for about twelve months. Yep. We closed the North Sydney office down. Yep. Just reopened in, in Sydney, and out of the entire city. Yep. My work chose an office that shares a building with the office my wife goes to work. Unbelievable, huh? And my question goes out. Yes, you can have sex at lunchtime. Obviously. Yeah. My question goes out. Is this... Would, well, you, would, you, see this, yeah. would you see this as a good or a bad thing? Terrible. Having yeah. you know more time with your wife versus that necessary distance where you let that absent heart grow fonder. Well, you specifically, you can't have the affairs that you're used to. Um, yeah. You know, you've been home alone. Yeah. You know, what's been in the office? I've seen that. You know, that that, that garden looks like it's well trod on from with high heels. Yeah. Anyone can can detect that. Um, no, I think I think that it's. Uh, I think you're. I think you know. I don't think I have a right answer because if I say she, she doesn't listen this far, oh, so good. you can say whatever you like. All right, good. Well, as long as you can keep sneaking off and doing what you do normally, then <laughs> you're fine. Yeah. Look, no, no problem at all. Um, no, this is for the same reason that I've always said I wouldn't want to work with a partner. Yeah. You're having distance, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Do you have to catch the train in together? Is that how it works? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, that's where you start the whole like, oh, yeah. but we'll go in together. And it's like, well, I like going at 7.30 yeah. and you like going at 8 and the compromise starts. And, yeah. you know, you roll six months down the line and you yep. get a divorce. It's, yeah, whatever. 
Alright, well, we'll, uh, something we'll to look forward to. Six months, we'll update you all. I mean, at that point, you'll have a lot of time apart, so you might as well enjoy the time now. Yeah, that's true. Make yeah. the most of it. That's right. Thanks, Phil. Strap in. <laughs> there you go, boy. Alright, bud. Well, let's play. It's still and on that uplifting note. Uh, lifting note, let's, uh, let's nail a little, uh, Tetris, huh? Mario Kart. Alright. Or Mario Kart. Mario Kart. He took all my controllers. Oh, yeah, I did. I took oh. all of his controllers. We'll have to do the Tetris thing that we did before. Oh. Alright. Good night, kids. <laughs> Time for Tetris. <laughs> See you, everyone. Good night. <laughs>